soccer fans, go put your hat on, put get some popcorn, and sit and get a nice comfy seat because we're playing a penny soccer on a toy. Yeah. Welcome to Atari Bites, the show where we take a bite out of the story within That's a... That's disgusting. ...within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story, disgustingly, bites us back. Yeah, why would you want it to bite you back? It's not like... It, pretend it's like a zombie. You don't want to get infected. My name is Bill. His name is... Chicken Nugget. This is episode 198. And I'm Henry. Thanks for listening. Welcome yeah. back, everybody. That's right. Henry's back for the second week in a row. Yeah. It's like Christmas came early for you guys. Yeah. All Merry right. Christmas and happy Thanksgiving. How you been, Henry, since we talked last on the show? Bored. I mean, I've talked to you in between. But bored, because I had to go to school. School's not boring. Hair in your mouth. School is awesome. Yeah. I took a bite out of the dog. Just Ew, that's, a can- that's cannibalism. Because you're a mammal and the dog's a mammal, and you took a bite out of a dog, so that's cannibalism. Yeah, weirdly, we had this conversation the other day. It's yeah. not cannibalism. Yes, it is. If it's a mammal eating I'm a, a mammal. person, if I took a bite out of another person, that would be cannibalism. It's a mammal eating a mammal. It is a mammal eating a mammal. It's a mammal. Species and for the record, species. I didn't take a bite out of the dog, just so you people Good. don't send me emails. I, I didn't really. Good. All right. So, Are you ready to meet the toy computer soccer team, everybody? No, we're not ready yet. We got Aww. other things we gotta do first. What like, for example, this. Gonna prove that the world is flat in his rocket ship, or else he'll go splat. He's Mad Mike Hughes. Mad Mike Hughes. So. A Mad Mike tweet caught my attention this week. Are you sure? See if I can find it now. We should see Rocket Man the movie for, by Mad Mike. Yeah, yeah it's on a, it's on uh, Amazon. Mm. So Rocket Man the movie, the uh, this is Rocket Man uh, Twitter page posted a couple of days ago. As this is going out, as this is being recorded. Happy Halloween from all of us at Rocket Man and our most important energy source, the Sun Star. And then they quote Mad Mike himself. Does that sun look 93 million miles away to you? Doesn't to me. Mad Mike Hughes. This sun is 93 million miles something. Dot, dot, dot. Well, yes, it's a link to is the... that's the sun. It's a link to the Instagram page. That's the sun. The sun is 93 million miles from Earth. Perception of the sky causes us to falsely interpret distance in our brains. The more you know. Special thanks to NASA question. for this amazing pic. Yes, that is the sun. It looks like Gallifrey. It's a NASA photo. It does look like Gallifrey. Up here, audible high five. Yeah. Shout out to Gallifrey. Uh-huh. Gallifreyans. You rock, Gallifreyans. Yeah. Go no, to with Gallifreyans. Gallifreyans? Yeah, you had to add that E. Oh, of course. I mean, so changed the whole median. The Real Rocket Man uh, Instagram has a... Uh, Shout out to the RealRocketMan.com page for more info and to watch the film. Wait, isn't there another movie called Rocket Man? There is. It's the Elton John yeah. bio movie, which I'm going to bet way better movie than this. Yeah. But you never know. But you never know. That's fair. All right. 
A few days ago, they posted also on their Twitter, During the filming of Rocket Man, we obtained the real footage of astronauts planting the American flag on the moon. In the film, does slightly touch on conspiracy theories? Do you believe in conspiracies? That's what it says. I don't know what conspiracies are. Conspiracies are where you think that there are, se- are, are like secrets. This is an educational podcast. Yeah, so it's like... Um, this is this podcast is educational. Oh, there are, well, this one is relating to a, a belief that some people have that humans have never really landed on the moon. Oh. You know how the astronauts went to the moon oh, in like, 1969? like it was staged? Like it was faked, yeah. So they think there's a conspiracy. Then how did all those people watch the rocket shoot off from the space, NASA and... For something. Well, yeah, exactly. So, in Florida. But there are still people who think that that was all fake. Because they weren't actually watching it, and I watched YouTube videos about it. That the government but it's YouTube. Um, made it up. That's a conspiracy, that this whole secret to, to hide the truth. Um, Why and would some, you want to hide the truth? It's some a, flat it, earth believers also think that the, the rocket, the, the moon landing was fake too. Then... And I have a conspiracy that this picture is Gallifrey. Yeah. It was photoshopped from Doctor. So, the uh, clip is that, that an animation? The clip that they're showing is appear. It, it looks like um, you know grainy black and white footage of astronauts no, on the moon with the with the moon lander in the back, and the that's one guy has the flag. Hold on, the one guy has the flag, and he's jabbing it down into the moon, except he accidentally jabs it into the other astronaut's foot. That doesn't look it's just fake. a goofy little... It's just a goofy that little That looks like thing. an animation. It is. It's, it's, this one is intentionally fake, but they're using it to make the make a, a point that some so people think... So they're using think, something fake to, prove some, to try to prove something that's real. No, it's not proof. It's just a, a goofy little thing. So, so that's what's going on there. Let's see how much money the Flat Earth Society has gotten lately. Zero dollars. At least from the GoFundMe. Awkward silence again. Well, sometimes the internet's a little slow. It's loading. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Gone. Let's try this. The Flat Earth community uh, donations appear to be flat as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, still at $8,371 since last time. We should give them 50 cents. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. And then there are other groups also that I haven't really noticed. There's the Flat Earth Origin billboard on I-5. And another one that's raised 264, 284. There is Build LTA Craft to Prove Flat Earth. One raised $10. There is Help Flat Earth! Exclamation point. Send a Flat Earther off the edge. Raise $284 of $2.5 million. Look at the dog. Howard James Duddy is organizing this fundraiser. Time to make a documentary where a flat earth believer is sent to find the alleged earth, edge of the earth to dispel once and for all the asinine notion that the earth is flat. Flat earth believers will, send, will be sent with a three-person crew by land, sea, and air in an attempt to find the edge of the flat earth. If they do, they win a prize. If not, they get enlightenment. If they're not, lose all of the dignity. Contributions will be used to fund the production and operation of the aforementioned uh, uh, expeditions. The contribution words the greatest reminds ben- me of PBS. The greatest benefit will be human As civilization. A PBS station. So yeah, he's gotten somebody has given um two hundred eighty four dollars to that. And someone project. has got ten dollars. So the flat Earth movement is 
I guess, still alive and kicking. Mad Mike Hughes, though, doesn't seem to be doing all. Do you have any other thoughts about Mad Mike? He's mad, and his name is Mike. That's about and all you really... His last name is Hughes. That's about all you really need to say about him. Yeah. So let's close it up. Gonna prove that the world is flat In his rocket ship Or else he'll go splat He's Mad Mike Hughes Mad Mike Hughes Soccer time. So I'm looking at the news list. Well, first let's look at the news list. I might have some breaking news to share with the listeners. Let me look. Breaking uh, news. No, I don't have any news. What's going no on with news. you? You got any news? Meet the toy soccer team. He really just wants to talk about the soccer game. All right. So what are we playing this week, Henry? Atari somete sus juegos a grandes pruebas. Karim Abdul juega contra el basketball de Atari. Qué buena canasta. El campeón Mario Andretti conduce en las pistas de Atari. Qué fácil se dice de la pista. El rey Pelé practica su propio fútbol. Qué golazo. Casi que me ganan otra vez. Atari es como jugar un verdadero partido. Pelé, ¿qué tal el partido? Mejor que nunca. Nadie le ofrece más juegos que Atari, de venta en Sears y otros almacenes, con la garantía de servicio de Graphex S.A. Pele Soccer. Pele Soccer from no, Atari. Pele. From, we had this argument. It's Pele. 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 Are you going to search it up? I am going to search it up. Wow. We're going to solve this right you're now. That, you're that big of a doof. You're a doofbag. <laughs> He's trying to prove me wrong. I am. He's not I, going I am, to be. I have been told I am a doofbag. Yeah. Before. Pele. By your wife. Pronunciation. How to pronounce? Why is it one minute six second song a video of how to pronounce Pele? I hope there are any bad words P- in this. You're getting a free ad. Oh, stop. The fun. following pronunciation is brought to you by pronouncenames.com. <laughs> Pele. Peel. Pele. There. Boom. Pele. Pele. Google said it's Pele. Pele. That's, that's YouTube. I win. It's, it's all the YouTube. same. You can't trust it's anything on YouTube. You can't trust anything on YouTube. Nope. Take that, YouTube. Yeah, because there's... Anyway, we're playing pee soccer, which just sounds weird. Pee soccer. <laughs> now, to to further further muddy the waters of the name of this game, the internet has pointed out that when this game Pele Soccer was re-released later, you know they made more games later. They just called it Championship Soccer. Do you know why? Because they didn't want to spend the money to give Pele more money for using his name and his picture. That's him on so the front of the box. Give him more money. Oh, by the way, I, it's fun playing this game this week because it's one of the few that I actually have a box and a, a manual for. I picked the this up. The manual's right here. Yeah, Henry's got his hot little hands right there. Hot little hands. Uh, I'll hold this up. Can you guys see the, the box in the back? No. It's us. Th- just look box. around that, that hat. That it's hat a the guys wear. Take off yeah. your stupid hat. Yeah. See? Pretty Nobody cool, huh? Nobody likes a fedora. Nobody, nobody does like a fedora. I'll, I'll be honest. I kind of like a fedora. What's the fedora? I know. You remember Indiana is. Jones? Yeah. His hat. That's his hat. That's a fedora. Mm-hmm. Fedora. Like a, yeah. Fedora. That's now I want to watch Indiana Jones. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Maybe that's what we need to do for movie night. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. 
Okay, let's so read this. We read have, we have the actual copy. manual here. The authentic. manual opens up with a little cartoon. And no, it opens up with the they, table of contents. They give us a cat, what? It opens up with the table of contents. Table, well, okay, fair enough. They open with the table of contents. And then there's a little cartoon with the, they have. No, the cartoon is animations, the drawing. Helpfully named all of the characters on, on at least one of the teams. Team. On the red team. They for probably, us. They probably did all of the red team and they spent too long on the red team so they'll like forget it. So Henry is going to tell us how the Atari manual describes the characters on the red team. So go one. for it. One! Meet the Atari computer soccer team. Okay soccer fans, the Atari championship soccer team challenged you to a game. The Atari computer team is waiting to patiently Inside your game program cartridge for you to select one of the single-player games. Wait, is this a single-player game? There are single-player games, yes. Whatever. Games 28 through 54. They want to show you their stuff. Here's a brief rundown on each player on the red team. I just add that in. Just so you know who you're up against. Oh, this is from the blue team's perspective. So, what's the blue team is up against? Okay. No, but they still didn't add the blue team is up. Here's the red team is up. Okay. Air, quote, air, quote, ca, Crash Morgan. The galloping goalie is the fastest man on the team. Crash, he's got his na- nickname because he is forever slamming into the goalpost, chasing after, chase, chasing after the ball. Fortunately, the goalposts are never damaged, but sometimes you can score on him. Before his ears stopping. Nick Danger, the frantic forward, is just is mean and nasty and just loves to blast the ball inside your goal shouting. Eat leather, Trump. Don't let his bad manners bother you. It's just a very rattling the uh, uh position. Quote Lumpy Durant. The left back is without a doubt the clumsiest player in the world of soccer. Penalized twice for stepping on the ball instead of kicking it. He was thrown out of one game for toe kicking the referee. Al- Alexi Putsnowski, Putsnowski, Putsy, the right back. What can what can we say about Putsy? A real ladies man, a great so- a great soccer player, a sore loser. Even though the Puts has kicked and gouged his way to soccer stardom. For three years in a row, he has been voted the least likely player. And it ends there. Choosing two. Choosing a game. We don't need to read the rest of that word for word. Basically, what they tell us is there are approximately 400 games (laughs) available. There there are actually 54. The first 27 are two-player games. That's what Henry and I did, obviously. Yeah. The rest and of them I are single beat player. Him both times. Um, we played the field report and the silent. Spoiler game. for the field report: we played game one, which is the easiest of the two-player games. Um, I only knew there was one, because I wasn't listening when you were telling me the rules. Let's see. What else can we say about that? There's a single-player game too. In game one, the teams move slowly. There are no penalties, and the goals dad, are large. My dad was convinced that. My the my team the blue team was moving faster than his team the red team. The most difficult two player game is probably game twenty seven with fast teams, out of bounds penalties, and small goals. That's nine times three. Education podcast. 
Yeah. It's the education. In single-player games, there are no player, uh, no penalties in single-player games. The game select matrix describes the games in terms of how fast the teams move, team speed, how wide the goals are, the goal size, and how hard the computer is to beat. Game 28 is probably the easiest single-player game, and you can select the game number by using the game select matrix. Game select matrix. We should watch. You should watch the matrix. We. I should watch the, the matrix. The kitty cats. What kitty cats? I don't know. It's a YouTube channel. It was a YouTube video. All right. So let's skip ahead to section three. How to play championship soccer. Where is the section three? How to play championship soccer. Object of the game. The object is to score points by kicking the ball into your opponent's goal. One point is scored for each goal. The scores are shown at the top of your television screen. The left player scores at the top left. The right player score or the computer score is at the is at top right. See figure two. Team moves. Can each. everyone can everyone see figure two? I have no idea where. Just nod it if you can't. This. We'll show it to you. Wait, this guy over here can't see it. All right, good. But that's because Abraham Lincoln is in front of him. <laughs> no one invited you, Abe. Team moves. Each team consists of three fielders, a forward and a two-back, and a goalkeeper. The fielders are controlled by the joysticks and always move together in whatever direction you move the joystick. Up, down, right, left, or diagonally. See figure three. Can everyone see figure three? Okay, good. They're all sleeping. Okay, wake up, everybody. Wake up. The goalkeeper moves from side to side within his goal area while the ball is in play. The computer moves the goalkeeper and keeps him in front of the ball. You can make him move faster by moving your joystick left to right. When the goalkeeper takes possession of the ball, you control his moves with the joystick. Move up. Do I have to read this diagram? Uh, no, but we'll tell you that there's a little diagram that shows you the different, if you move the joystick direct, uh, in different directions, magically your players move in that direction. Wow. We probably don't need to read so all this word for word, Henry. Let's just kind of skip the, through The clock. A game of championship soccer is played in two halves. A half lasts three to five minutes. We only, our, our clock only lasted Three minutes. For I think it probably depends on which game you're oh. playing. We were playing the easiest one, so it was only three minutes a half. Back. All right. Let's see what else here that we can um, tell them. Depending on the team speed of the game, you select the clock at top center of your television screen. See figure two. Can everybody see figure two? Okay, good. So it's counting down the seconds to the end of the first half when you press down. For when you press down the game reset switch on your toy video game system, there's no timeout between halves. As soon as the clock counts down the first half, it resets and starts counting down the second half. The referee's whistle signals both of the end of the first half and the start of the second. Okay, let's hold on there for a second. So the game starts off with an opening kickoff. The ball is on the center spot, and the two teams line up on either side of the center line. The red team, or dark team, if your game is if your game is black and white, is controlled by a left joystick. The blue team is controlled by the right joystick, or the computer. Team colors may vary with the color settings on your television set. After the opening kickoff, the red team, may the attacking team, dribbles and kicks the ball. To be, uh, for example, the 
the the team color. Oh, I want to read the team color thing. Nah, I think uh, they understand the team color part. But they didn't read the orange and pink. It'll be alright. If they really uh, want to know, they can get the game and figure it out. But they're spending whatever. They to can score spend a, their money if they want to. That's right. To score a goal, you must kick the ball completely into the goal as shown, which frustrated the and heck out of me <laughs> because I made a lot of goals. But the ball wasn't all it the way was in. Half, the ball was halfway past the line. The ball cannot touch the goal line or stop partway into the goal. If the ball stops on the goal line in front of the goal or path or partway into the goal, the goalkeeper will trap it. And when a team makes a goal and scores a point, the ball is placed on the center spot. But first, it's kind of cool. You get fireworks and yay, all sorts of cheering and stuff. It's very nice. For me. For Mostly for Henry. Yeah. Because I beat him all three times. One before he started recording, when when he started si- the silent game recording, and one when he did the field report. I beat him all three times. And then I beat him when I was playing by myself in the two-player one yep. when he was getting ready. So, yeah. At the half, the team switched sides. The forward of the blue team, the light-colored team, kicks off to one of the team backs to start the play. If, you're, if your forward is playing the ball close to a sideline, one of your backs will be over the sideline. This is perfectly legal in all games, including games with sidelines out of bounds. Teams can approach the goal line close enough to trap the ball, but they cannot cross the goal lines. Each time an out-of-bounds infraction takes place, the referee blows his whistle. The team against which the penalty is called then flashes as a sign that it forfeits the ball and cannot touch it. One of three penalty plays results. The throw-in, the goal line kick, or the corner kick. The throw-in penalty plays results when a team drives the ball over a sideline. At that point, the ball at the point the ball went out of bounds, it is thrown into a fielder on the other team. To receive a throw-in, carefully move your receiver up to the ball and barely touch it. The ball will jump from the sideline and your receiver will trap it. When an attacking team maneuvers the ball over the defending team's goal line, the referee calls a penalty against the attacking team. The referee places the ball on the goal line in front of the defending team's goalkeeper and the goalkeeper traps the ball. This is the goal line kick. He then kicks it upfield to a teammate. The kick can be intercepted by the attacking team since the ball is back in play as soon as the goalkeeper kicks it. The corner kick. If the defending team maneuvers the ball outside its own goal line, the referee calls a penalty against the defending team. The referee places the ball in the corner close to the defending team's goal and the attacking team kicks it upfield to a teammate. The defending team cannot intercept the ball until after the attacking team has touched it or it has rolled to a stop. Tell them about ball control. Number it's very important to know about ball control. Number seven. I hope you all can count to seven. Okay. Ouch. Ball control. Dribbling. Dribbling is control with the joystick. Move your team up to the ball until one of your fielders traps it. See figure nine. It, you can all see figure nine, right? Okay. <laughs> We're uh, all really paying attention then, now, Henry. Then quickly move your joystick in the direction you want the ball to go. The ball will move a short distance and stop, unless it is intercepted before it stops. Important reminder, everybody listen. When sending your fielders after the ball, remember that you can touch the ball and immediately take it, take off in any direction. You don't have to go around the ball to establish the direction you want to move. Think of it as touch and go. Kicking. To kick the ball after you, after your player traps it, move your joystick in the direction you want the ball to go and press the red button. The longer you hold the button in, the longer the kick will be. 
the avoid kicking the ball on Justin. All you do with your joystick before you press the button. And if you press the button without moving the joystick, the ball will be kicked straight upfield and straight downfield. Depending on upon depending upon whether your player is above or below the ball when he kicks it. Toe kicks. The toe kick is a fast and powerful is fast and powerful and there is therefore the most effective way to drive the ball towards the goal. The kick extends your tapping range as shown in figure ten. Can everybody see figure ten? I hope you can see it. And moves the ball downfield very fast. It enables you to to outdistance the defending team and keep control of the ball. To execute a toe kick, move your player within leg range of the ball. Push the joystick in the direction with the ball to go and press the button. You can use the toe kick while your team is moving across field as well as when it is moving up or down field. The toe kick is, is the best way to kick a goal. If you combine the toe kick with some goal attack strategy, you may become unbeatable. See section 8, game, game strategy, for some tips on effective goal attacks. All right. And that is how you play Pele Soccer. Pele Soccer. So, we know how to play the game. We know yeah. what the game is. Mm-hmm. But do we know who Pele is? Do you know who Pele is? A famous soccer player. He is indeed a famous soccer player. He is a now retired uh, Brazilian soccer player. His full name was Edson Arantes do Nascimento. Wait, what I'm sure I pronounced that? That, pronounce that horribly. He was best known as Pele, the widely regarded as one of the greatest players of all time. In 1999, he was voted World Player of the Century by the International Federation of Football History and Statistics and was one of two joint winners of the FIFA Player of the Century Award. He was also elected Athlete of the Century by the International Olympic Committee. He's the most successful domestic league goal so- scorer in football history, setting 650 goals in 694 league matches and in total 1,281 goals in 1,363 games, which include unofficial friendlies, and is a Guinness World Record. During his playing days, he was, for a period, the best-paid athlete in the world. He was born in 1940 and is still alive. Uh, oh, I know. Apparently. He would be 79. He's 79. Yeah. So, he became a super superstar with his performance in the 1958 World Cup. Played professionally in Brazil for two decades, winning three cups, three World Cups along the way, before joining the New York Cosmos later in his career. He was a global was and is a global ambassador for soccer and other humanitarian causes. He was named after Thomas Edison and nicknamed Deco. Wait, he was named after Thomas Edison. His real name, yeah, apparently. His new name is Thomas Edison. No, his real name is... Something, something, something. Born Edson Arantes do Nascimento, which I'm sure I pronounced no better than the first time I pronounced it. Oh, I can see Edson and Edison. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not sure why they called him Pele, though. I was wondering if this biography would tell me. After his retirement, he remained a figure in many professional arenas. In 1978, he was awarded the International Peace Award for his work with UNICEF. Has also served also served as Brazil's extraordinary minister for sport, and a United Nations ambassador for ecology and the environment. Uh, I don't know. I guess why they call him Pele will remain a mystery, Henry. Feel free to make up your own reasons. Email Who them. In comment, comment on this. 
Hey, can you comment on Baka? Yeah. Comment, People. Comment your idea of why you think they call him Pele on, in the comments down below. I think it's below. They can go to the social media. They can go to Twitter. They can go to Facebook. They can email me at ataribytes2016 at gmail.com. They can do, leave a voicemail. It's 2019 The now. ways to do all of those things will be at the end of the show. It's 2019. Or in the show notes. All right. Well, after the break, we now know that heading a soccer ball can hurt your brain. Know what doesn't hurt your brain? The rest of this show. Score a goal by joining us on the other side. See, that was clever. What? <laughs> Never mind. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Here's our field report for this episode that isn't coming out anywhere near Christmas. And it's like it's like Christmas outside now. And way before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it did snow here the other day. Way before Thanksgiving. It's November. It is November. That's true. And I guess that November is... November is Thanksgiving is in November. Yep. Here in America, Thanksgiving is in November. Still, you know what? That's fine. If you want to say Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas, why should I stop? It's, hap- it's Merry Christmas and Happy Thanksgiving. That's and there's nothing people like to do better on Thanksgiving yeah. than sit around and watch soccer. Sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's football. So do you... Or football. Which is it? Which is uh, what it, everybody in the world calls soccer except for Americans, right? Football. No, football is like the American sport. Football is soccer. Oh. There's a difference in pronunciation. Oh, is it football? Yeah. All right. Soccer is football. Well, we're getting ready football. to play... Football. Yeah, football. Pele soccer. Yeah. So, should we do this thing? Let's do this thing. Alright, start us up. I'm the red and team. Three. I'm obviously blue, which is obviously going to win. Three, two, one, go. Alright, I have the ball. Let's go. Boom. No. I had the ball. Headed downfield. Oh, Henry, you got it bad. No. That's supposed to go that way. It's supposed to go the other way. I just tried to score a goal for the blue team. That was not my best moment ever. Get away from me. Hey. Yay! Boom. I barely knew. Boom. Yeah! I like the fireworks. The fireworks go off when you get a goal. That's kind of cool. No! It's supposed to go the other way. No, it's supposed to go this way. Hey. Henry stole the ball back. Hey, stop intercepting me. Seven. Not cool. No! Ooh, I thought he had one. No. Yeah! I'm 2 nothing. I'm better than you! Dumb game anyway. You're dumb. Thank you, Henry. This game is great. Except my, no. Except my arm is going to hurt after What do you think of the look of this game, Henry? Eh. Eh? I think for 1882? 1880, this is made in 1882. Not 1882, 1982, I think. Somewhere around there. It's pretty darn good. No! This way! It re- reminds me a little bit of the foosball game that we have. 
so these are not these uh, players have a little bit more freedom of movement. My team just woke up and realized that they could go down and get the ball from Goldie. Yes, he's in your Team? Hey, Henry and I are just passing the ball back and forth between his player and my goalie. Hey, red team, it's over there. Oh, yeah. Go! We have about 40 seconds. My arm is hurting so bad. At the end of the half. My arm is hurting so bad. No! Yes! No! 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 Oh, come on, that should have gone in. No! Yay. No. 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 Boom. No. Oh, come on. That was in. No. If the ball doesn't cross the line completely no. into the goal, it's no. not a goal. That's baloney, man. No. It's a square. You're it's a square ball, for goodness sakes. Yay. No. Yay. No. 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 All right. Almost end of the half. Oh, come on! I hit a perfect goal! And that was the end of the half. That was like, yeah, my arm hurts so bad. Alright. No, I'm going sides. I'm, I'm going on. No. I hit it downfield. Oh, Henry intercepts again. No! No, ball, get up. Get back up there. No! Come down here. No, come up there. Go up there. If you go, ball, if you go up there, give you I'd ice swear. cream. I'll give you ice cream, ball. I'd, I'd yeah! Swear. Henry's, ball, Henry's team runs faster than mine. <laughs> I don't get it. No! We keep passing no. the ball back and forth. Back on my side. No. It, ball, if you go up there, I'll get your pizza and ice cream. Honestly, I think Henry's team runs faster than mine. No, you don't. Ball, if you go up there, I'll get your ice cream. I didn't ball, check the expert novice settings. I guess that could be it. Yes! No! I scored! Ball, you're not going to get ice cream again in your entire life. No, yeah. no. A minute 40 to go in the game. Scores 2-1 Henry. I just got the ball back. And then Henry stole it back. Uh. No. No, I was so good. No, I'm going to kick you. I kick you. No, no, no. Oh, no. Nope. No, you don't. No. No. That was a goal. Come on. No. No. I mean, never mind that the ball is square. I think this is a pretty good looking game. No! Oh! Ah. My players just kind of stopped running. Oh, we're tired. We have to take a breather. No, 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 I... <laughs> no! Oh. 30 
seconds to go in the game. I at least want to tie yeah, it up. Yeah, my players are definitely... No, you don't! Ah, no, team. you don't! It only goes so far. No! Ah. Dang it. Ten seconds to go. No, you don't, you know. I gotta get another goal. No, you don't. I'm not gonna get another goal. Four seconds. No! No, it's not gonna happen. Yes, I won! Henry wins two Yay. to one. I hope yes, you're yeah, last time I won. The one before that, this time I won. I hope you're enjoying uh, Henry on the show this today. This is the best game ever. This is the last time Henry will be on the podcast. No. Well, we'll see about that. All right. Who knows? Next game you might beat me. I have. Like in burger time, you're better than me. Thank you for trying to make me feel better, Henry. I appreciate that. But it probably won't happen. It probably won't happen. I'm gonna go collect up the remnants of my soul and of uh, my dignity. And while I'm doing that, you all can go uh, back to the studio. And he needs to clean up his dignity. Hey everyone, this is Michael, one of the hosts of the Atari XEGS Cart by Cart podcast. Do you like Atari? Of course you do. What about the 8-bit computer line? It was one of the best. Well, how about you consider joining Bill, David, Kieran, and myself as we review the cartridge-based games for Atari's 8-bit computer line. We also review budget games, which are mostly released only in the UK. But that's not all. We also dig up game history, share personal experiences, and perform questionable comedy. You'll get all of that and for free just by listening to us on either iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, or from our website at xegs8bit.com. That's xegs, the number 8, bit.com. And when you're done listening, please send us your hate mail, because we really need the feedback so we know someone is tuning in. Hey, it's me, Bill, your host, the guy you've been listening to this whole episode. Do you enjoy the stories I write and read to you every week on this podcast, but you feel like you just need a break from my voice? I get it. My family does sometimes, too. Here's an option. Some of the stories from the show are now collected in a volume titled Misery Banana, Very Short Stories Inspired by Old Games and Odd Thoughts. You can order it wherever you like to order books. I hope you'll check it out. Thanks. So here's the thing about Pele Soccer. Do we like Pele Soccer? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly because I'm better than you. You had fun playing. I'm better than you. Mostly you had fun beating me, I think. Yeah, I'm better than you. I like this game a lot. Even though I'm better than you. The sports, the sportsy type Atari games. Don't... He said he thinks he said he thinks of, thinks of it like um, or or miniature foosball. It made me think a little bit of foosball, even though you're. you're you have I a think lot. You have a lot more move. Um, what is it called? Freedom of movement. Yeah, freedom, freedom of movement. Really no, you're you're right. You do, but you're moving three players at it at all together at a time, and that's a little bit yeah. like foosball. Where yeah, you're moving but, the whole but row. The, it's in the in Pele so, in Pele soccer. Yeah. Um, they're moved in like um, they're in like a triangle formation. Yeah, so it's not the same. But it, it makes me think of foosball. Um, I like this game a lot. I mean, if you got a soccer game now, like for the Xbox or something, yeah, it would look a lot more realistic. But for yeah, a 1980... For this a ni- is a 1980 game. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. For a 1981 game, I think it's really good. Sports, the sportsy type Atari games don't usually interest me a whole lot. But I like this one. I would play this one some more. 
Yeah, absolutely. it's copyrighted in 1980, Toy Incorporated. Yeah, so absolutely I would play this game some more. Would you play this game some more? Yeah, only if I can beat you again. Yeah, see, so that's the mark of a good game, if you want to play it some more. And I think this makes that mark. So, good for you, Pele Soccer. Good for you, add, you, Pele. You can add this to your list of accomplishments. If any of you know Pele, know, know the actual Pele, send this video to him so he can watch it. If any of you are Pele, come be on the show. If any of you are Pele, call, give my dad a call. Yes. We need to interview. I want to I want have an interview. Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what we should do now? What? Tell stories. Story time. It's story time on Atari Bites. Yes, it's story, 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 story time with Bill. I'm story timing first. You, so you have a story? Yeah. Are you just making it up as you go? Yeah. All right, buckle up, everybody. Here's it's going to be wild Henry's, ride. Here's Henry's Pele Sartre-inspired story. Jumbo, please. Go for it. Once, a, once upon a time, in a gax, in a once upon a time, in a foosball table, far, far away, there was this one dude that was that was really messed up, and he broke out of the metal. He broke out of the metal rod, and Hold broke on. everybody Hold out on. of the metal rod. Hold I'm on. trying to tell a story, he, Dad. He broke out of what? I'm trying to tell a story. Yeah, but I don't know what you said. He, he broke, broke out of it, what? He broke out of the metal rod. Metal rod? That sticks through all of the players so you can move them. Oh, oh, oh. He's he, a football. He's a... a, a I, that's why I said once upon a time in a, okay. in a foosball table. So long, the, long. Little, the little metal thing that holds him onto the yeah. board. Yeah. He broke free of that. Yeah. All right. And then he broke, every, then he broke everybody out of the metal rod. And then he, and then he was so strong, he bent the metal bars and he arranged them so that they were in a, all of them were in, all of them except the goalies were in a triangle formation. All of the metal bars except the goalie bars were in a triangle formation, and he, and he put the, and he put all of the other players back in the metal rod, and then he. And then he adventures out of the foosball table and finds and finds blue and red spray paint. And he com- and he comes back into the spray paint and he spray paints half of and he spray paints half of half I'm trying to tell a story here, Dad. Sorry. My bad. So and so he went back he finds blue and red spray paint and he comes back in and he sprays half of He's played. He sprays half of the play, players re- blue and half of the players red, and then he put himself himself back on the on the metal rod and sprays himself blue because everybody loves blue and blue is the best color ever. And Leon. All right, that was an awesome story, Henry. Yeah. It made me uh, want to play foosball for one. And also, for some reason, weirdly, it makes me think of the Toy Story movie. Oh, yeah. What. It was a toy. And Eddie Dawn, after, after 
I didn't finish it. I don't know why I said the end, but oh, I didn't There's fin- a part two, apparently. Yeah, part two. This is all a Toy Story movie. This is all a strange, a really strange episode of the Toy Story movie. Proceed. Oh, is that it? I'm thinking. Ooh, twist. The end. All right. Well, I'm glad we waited for that. All right. Should I do my story now? You always tell these outrageously long stories. This week's story for me is titled, Leave It All on the Field. Nick stroked his beard and brushed the end of it off the drawing table, cocking his head as he sized up the cartoon in progress. As the town paper's newest editorial cartoonist, he had the extra pressure of not just bringing the funny, but also bringing the moment. That point in the cartoon where the humor crescendoed to a punchline that really meant something. He wasn't there yet with this one. Maybe coffee would help. Nick rose and stretched, wincing out a twinge in his back, thanks old college soccer injury, and went to find a cup and maybe a flavored creamer. He hoped he'd get the cartoon done before he had to pick up Jane from softball at 4 and get Ryan to Little League at 4.30. The Taekwondo for all started at 6. On the drawing board, a sparingly drawn woman, almost ghostly, wore soccer attire and a sad expression in one corner of the page. A question mark floated in a thought balloon over her head. In another corner, a grumpy man in a football helmet. A third corner had a baseball player with massive Popeye arms. The fourth corner showed bleachers full of angry-looking sports fans. And in the center of the page was a beaming cartoon caricature of a rich guy, complete with top hat, top hat and a money bag in each fist. The rich guy wore a sign that said, Organized Sports. Nick called the soccer player Hetty after legend of the sh- silver screen Hetty Lamar, who, in addition to being an acclaimed actress, also, among other inventions, co-invented during World War II technology that would protect the Navy's radio-controlled torpedoes from frequency jamming attempts. It's true. Look it up. This had nothing to do with sports, but Nick had always had a thing for Hedy Lamar, and she did develop a ski resort in Aspen, Colorado with one of her husbands, and that's a sport. So there's that. In the comic, Hedy said, in a normal soccer game, I head the ball eight times. I know science says that's bad for women's brains, but I can't remember why. Hmm. The baseball player with the massive arms, ironically, seemed unable to lift them and pitch the ball. In the bleachers, the crowd was a mix of people cheering, other people throwing punches, and a few waving pennants that said things like, Money in sports, and yay, player exploitation. The football player just grimaced, clutching his head. Is he gone? The quarterback groaned. I think so, Hetty said, push-kicking a soccer ball to the baseball player, who just let it bounce off his chest because he couldn't lift his massive arms to catch it. So seriously, what are we going to do? The football player said. I feel nauseous. Does anyone else feel nauseous? We're doing it. The comic revels in the negative downside of sports while ignoring the fact that sports unites all humanity, not to mention encouraging sportsmanship and clean living. The baseball player shouts aggressively. Has anyone seen my testicles? They're really tiny. No, I meant what are we going to do about my head? It really hurts, the football player said. The six of us should be able to come up with something. The baseball player and Hetty exchanged glances at this, but didn't say anything. The rich guy in the middle of the cartoon pulled a pocket watch from his waistcoat, noted the time, and tapped his foot. I do believe it's game time, he said. Hetty, the football player, and the baseball player all shrugged. What are we going to do, Hetty said. Then, uh, but she didn't know how to finish the sentence. We're going to leave it all on the field, the baseball player said. No refunds. The players melted back into place, frozen mid-goal, mid-touchdown, mid-strikeout. On the punishing, treacherous fields of play that were the worst places for them to be and the only places they wanted to be.
Nick returned to the drawing board, wiping hazelnut spread residue on his pants. He sat in the chair with a familiar comforting squeak and stared at his drawing. How was he going to finish? Oh. In bold strokes across the top of the comic panel, Nick wrote, Leave it all on the field. No refunds. Then he went to take his kids to sports practice. And that's our show. Thanks to Henry uh, for being my co-host yet again this week. And I'm, it's raining, so I'm on an umbrella. Who's holding a plastic cocktail umbrella over his head right now. It's raining. Because he thinks it's raining. <laughs> Thanks to Kevin McLeod and Comptech.com for Creative Commons' use of his songs, Reformat, Take a Chance, and Pinball Spring. Thanks to Mike Mann for the Mad Mike Hughes theme. Thanks to Sean Courtney for the Storytime theme. You can find Atari Bytes on many podcatchers, but make sure you do a diagonal Kruyev and an elastic and a V-pole to race down the Apple Podcast feed race downfield to Apple Podcasts and make a goal of and make a goal in the five star review net. I have no idea what any of that meant. Me either. Email the show at AtariBytes2016 at gmail.com. Like the show on our Facebook page. Follow the show on Twitter at AtariBytes or follow me personally at Carnival of Glee. Also look us up on Instagram. And now you can call and leave a voicemail too. Neither Henry or I are gonna answer the phone, but you can call 563-265-1978 and tell us about anything you want to tell us about. And maybe I'll play it on the show. Check out the new website, which isn't so new now, but it's a website, www.carnivalofgleecreations.com for information and links to this show, links and information about It's a Podcast, Charlie Brown, my monthly show about all things related to the Peanuts comic strip. All in one place. And information about books I've written all in one place. Please consider supporting the show financially by making a donation on the Atari Vice Patreon page. New Patreon tiers, or by picking up shirts and mugs at in the AB underscore pod underscore store on Zalto.com. Links to all of that in the show notes. Thanks to Patreons Michael Tyler and Jose Quizada. No Snoopy. Know someone who does? Yes. Yes, you do. Check out my show. It's a podcast, Charles Brown. Your one-stop shop for all things in and around the Peanuts universe. New episodes drop on the 15th of every month. Next time on the Toy Bites. Blueprints. No, no, no. no. Blueprints. You got to put some effort into that. Next time on Toy Bites. No, no, no. Blueprints. Here's how you do it. Next time on a Toy Bites. Okay, I got it now. All right, give it another shot. Next time. <laughs> one more. Give her one more. Next time. I toy my blueprint. Blueprint. That's what we're playing next week. So until next time. Go play some more games. They miss you.